Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of Film Nerds Hour, the show where we bring you the best thrills, chills, and spills this side of the Hollywood Hills. My name is Nathaniel Shoemaker, and with me as always... No, Sweeto. Hello! What'd you think of that intro? <laughs> this is good. Now, I think we're just going to have to have you come up with just some random crap to say every yeah, time. Yeah, probably. I, mean, I thought of that this morning, and I carried it on my back like a burden. And then there's me. Like, I'm just like... Eh, I'm the black guy who you know, was on the show. You're the token minority who made the show. Exactly! <laughs> Hooray for minorities! Yay! Look at everybody, film nerds. We have our black guy. Yeah, and with, with when Cleo's on the show, we have our not... Not man. Our blonde female. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So hooray for both stereotypes that usually get killed off at the beginning of movies. Sorry, Cleo. What, are you saying she's a slutty character who gets killed in horror movies? I didn't say that. You You said said females. It's notable that the female that always gets Uh, killed first. No, blondes get killed regardless. I'm sorry. Have you not seen Cabin in the Woods? Not yet. Well, never mind. So, the show. Yeah, we have yet to, I have yet to watch it. There's a reason I've been saving it. All right. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't... A, I, w- I was saying you were accusing. I wasn't implying. I thought you were. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Glad that's cleared up. Both right. of us really like her. She's great. Oh, yeah. We love Cleo. Yeah, she's the best. She's the best. Um, well, today we have a special episode for you after the stuff. Yeah. Like we said. I thought we were putting this before. Oh, yeah, we yeah. are. We can edit that out. Today, we have an episode where we're talking about a seminal classic, because last episode we talked about the car, so why not keep the sentient vehicle wheel rolling, so to speak, with Christine. Yes, the sentient car life, which is my first time watching it. Yeah, I'd seen it before, but you hadn't. What was your first impression? I was very aroused, but not in the the, um, crude sense. Not in the crude sense. No, I think there is like the visual arousal. Okay. Oh, okay. Like a like a like a like a comforting arousal. Like, wow, that is just you tell that there was a lot of love put into its development. The car or the movie? Both. Okay. I was no, gonna no. say if you were aroused by the murders that happened in this movie, we might need to call someone. Oh no. Okay. I don't, I don't talk about what I do. I mean, uh, wow. So, Christine, what's the model of the car? <laughs> um, it's a Christine Plymouth Fury. Christine is a 1958 Plymouth Fury. Mm-hmm. Or is it 57? I don't know. They I mean. use 58. Okay, they use 58? The yeah. Okay. Um, which, this is up your alley especially because you, uh, you definitely know about the novel, which I have not yeah. read. I haven't, I got it uh, a few weeks ago. I haven't quite gotten to it, so don't judge, all right? I'm going to keep Were it you... to myself. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're aware I own 700 books, right? You think I'm going to get to the ones I just buy? <laughs> Fuck no, all right? <laughs> Fuck no. That wasn't what I was going to get at. I was going to give you shit for something else. What? Go, say it. We're on air. Say it. I would have started reading it already if I would have bought it. That's you, man. You're the guy who buys a movie and then the night you buy it, watch it. I got other stuff going on. I'm still playing through Assassin's Creed, all right? Give me a second. Like, I play through three Assassin's Creed games already. All right. And I I just want to say this. I played it before. I just wanted to play it again because it makes me happy. And nowadays time is very stressful, all right? 
and I need to kill things. There's nothing like taking a switchblade to the neck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're all gone. Anyway, continue. Yeah. And also, I want to say, the unnamed person in the background needs to stop doing hand motions. Because <laughs> it's getting very distracting. <laughs> Oh, this is a shit show as always. So, Christine, I yes. lent you the Blu-ray, and you had never seen it. And I think the word you used was masterpiece, correct? Uh, absolutely. There yeah. is no amount of, I think, really words to say, because yeah. this was just a very well-done movie. It People had, you know, like on Rotten Demands, which is why I don't always go off based off them, but they were like, a lot of John Carpenter's... Uh, flaws or cracks can be shown as a director and i was like no i didn't really see it at all this was a pretty yeah. seal type movie it was definitely one of those stephen king ones where you're just like yeah even if it wasn't stephen king it I would still yeah. be amazing i would not say it's john carpenter's best but it's no right i mean that but title it, obviously goes to the thing <laughs> but john carpenter i don't think it really shows any crack in his directorial age no i think i think it's still right up there with like this is great the dialogue is different <laughs> it doesn't age great <laughs> yeah it's a little it's a little testy here and there did you write down any of the choice quotes <laughs> no because i can remember a few you probably better remembering a few i was still taken aback by the fact of how amazed about it i was in truth was. i think one of my favorite i think i might be misquoting it but one of my favorites is when they're talking about lee in the beginning, the main girl. Yeah. When they're talking about her, the one guy's like, have you seen the new girl? And he's like, no. And he's like, oh, you gotta see her. She's got she's got the brains of a genius and the body of a slut. And I'm like, all right, well, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm starting to remember kind of stuff like that, yeah. And he's like trying to impress her when she walks by and he goes, what do you think about adding Red China to the U.N.? They did that last year. Do you think it was a good idea? Like, he's just trying to sound smart for her, and it's like, dude, no. <laughs> yeah, it was truly cringeworthy, like watching Nick Kroll play Nick Birch on Big Mouth. Yeah, exactly. Was going, exactly. Big dick boy, strong property. That's kind of what I got from this one. I, I will say as a warning, because I'm one of those people who kind of cringes at this word, and I know it's like a real big no-no for a lot of people, possibly a lot of our audience as well. Oh, is it the C word? Yeah, there's a lot of uses of the C word, man. And while it may be for a pun, it's still <laughs> yeah, I, very crude. <laughs> I think I filtered it out mostly just because I don't... Yeah. Well, it's, it's they emphasize it as well, because... They're making fun of a guy whose name is Cunningham. You can guess where they put the word in. <laughs> yeah, it's still... It, it, it's like Robin... Even Robin Williams said, that's just a no-no word. You yeah, just, no. I mean, unless you're really PO'd about something, but it's still like a no-no yeah. word. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I used to cringe while saying it, but I've been watching, like, Daniel Sloss, and he's got a whole thing he talks about it, where it's like... Swears in America are treated very differently as they are in other forms of the world. Like, because here we, we think it's the word. In Scotland, it's the intent, you know? Yeah. And he was like, if I call you the C word with a smile on my face, <laughs> are you going to think I'm insulting you? Or... <laughs> no, well, I don't know. He's like, it's love, hate. And, he's, and then he was like, my mother has called me up before. <laughs> and when I heard that, I was like, Oh, okay. It's different here. Yeah, it's definitely different here, because I wouldn't... 
use that word ever. <laughs> no, it just sounds no. mean, which is yeah. why I'm not going to say it. I don't yeah. even want to have it on here. I'm no. okay with an F-bomb. Even the word bitch. Like, I only call guys bitch. <laughs> I call everyone bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, the best voice no, no, edit for him saying time. bitch was <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Let me handle this bitch. Yeah, yeah. What, what was the first instance of it? It was in the third one, right? When he shoves the girl through the TV? Welcome to prime oh, time. Oh, yeah. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Ad-libbed line. Did you know that? That was ad-libbed. That wasn't in the script. No. That became his iconic saying yeah. after that. For the yeah, because he ad-libbed Welcome to Prime Time, bitch. Like, he ad-libbed that whole line. He initially was just supposed to pop out and then just force her in. But he said that line. <laughs> See, that that was clever. Right? Robert well, England. How would you be able to just sit and go, uh, your big break in TV, that... I yeah. felt like that line really fished off. Just like added, definitely added the insult to the mm-hmm. upcoming injury. Yeah, yeah. Which was death, death, mm-hmm. very much. Well, also that character I thought was just weird. Like she's so obsessed with being an actress that she's going to watch an actress get interviewed on TV and try to stay awake to the point where she's burning herself with a cigarette. And I'm like, the frick is wrong with you? <laughs> We definitely need to cover the Elm Street movies. Yeah, let us know how badly you guys want us to do, and we'll put it on the list. Because I always want an excuse yeah. to watch Elm Street. We want a big tangent, as always. Christine, uh, <laughs> great movie, a lot of language, but that's of the time, you know? But the best part was the visual effects, hands down. Yeah. This proves that it's an 80s movie, and yeah. it proves that Carpenter knows people and is a master with effects. Yeah. And as always, that he's very good with soundtracks. Exactly, exactly. I, that that sound when the headlights go on, it's just like, bing, that. Well, that was like probably the sexiest part of the movie. Oh, God. You... You're thinking of it in a disturbing way. I'm scared of the car, Noah. I don't want to do other things to it. I'm not thinking that way. That's you. You are the one saying it's sexy. Because from a director-filmmaker okay. standpoint, that scene where where Arnie says, show me... Oh, yeah. And, and they do that on. slow crawl. How did they do that? Do you know how they did that? Did I, they break it down and reverse it? I think they reversed it. Yeah. That would be the easiest way, I would imagine. Yeah, and I, I think they used animatronics to a little bit of yeah animatronics. Because I know that you can also use heat to pull out dents, if I remember right. Yeah, that's for cars, So you can always, because metal expands. Buff it out. Yeah. My, my brother would buff it out by just, like, finding the spot and getting a hammer to pink. So I don't feel like that would work. I feel like it, that... it works enough. <laughs> enough. It, it doesn't yeah. look great. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, no, I I think the the music it gave you like a thing vibe. It, it was very yeah. as they're pushing into that shot, mm-hmm. you you feel like the heartbeat of the music. It's got a steady beat, and then just the jazz, the really sensual jazz. It really brought you into the way Arnie feels about Christine. Like yeah, well I'm. Yeah, I totally get that, because he's in love with the car by the end of it. Yeah, which I feel like is confusing, but not. I feel like it's more not just the... the He's under her spell. I feel like it's not only that, but the fact that he invested so much time, too. Time, money, everything, yeah. 
He basically gave everything, and that was the one thing that he had any control over or any part that he could show for his life with his parents. because his parents were very much like, you have to do this, young man, or else blah. I hated his mom straight off the bat. Can I just say? Oh, no. She she (laughs) was a C-word, definitely. Yeah, well, because the main character pulls up, and he's playing music in his car, and she's like, you know, that's noise pollution. You might as well be throwing toxic waste on my lawn. And he just doesn't respond which is the only thing you can do at that point i feel like except for me then there's me I oh just... yeah you would yell at... <laughs> oh no i just give a finger yeah exactly even if... they they must have been childhood best friends right i think that's what was implied because arnie's like a stereotypical nerd like chess club big yeah, glasses in the novel too that... yeah because there's a there's a couple things I did read from the novel that they compared it, like mm-hmm. the, definitely the uh, the end game. Yeah, which we'll talk about that. Yeah, but but then like his best friend is like the star of the football team, and it must have been like they were best friends in grade school or something. Yeah, yeah, um, because usually that's like the exact opposite that you usually do for movies. But I think it said something about about that in the novel. Definitely that they because. They said that pretty much Arnie's only friend is the Jack, which I gotta try to remember the name. I had the names memorized and then... Yeah, well, and it's like, um... One thing I wanted to bring up, I'm afraid this movie isn't gonna age very well, unfortunately. It's Dennis. And... Because, like, let's let's look at all the main, like, vignettes here. Because there's a scene, one of the most important scenes is in the drive-in movie theater. I think there's, like, two of those... Or there's like eight of those left in this state, you know. They're coming back thanks to COVID, but well, thanks to COVID, that's a weird sentence. Well, well, in a yeah. sense, it's good for once because people can finally stop streaming everything. Yeah, yeah, and then like, God, what was the other thing I was just gonna say? They talk about Scrabble, which is fine. That people still play Scrabble, but not. See, I think it's perfect though that if it doesn't age well, it'll give people the chance with the internet to gain exposure if they want to yeah i mean you're gonna have kids that are gonna look at this movie and be like what what was scramble yeah what was a plymouth fury that car looks awesome what was a drive-in garage like at darnell's that's no longer a thing and if it is i haven't seen it they're very rare. They're more privately owned yeah. if anybody owns them at all. Because most people, like... Because I guess the, the concept of one of those garages is you bring your car in and you rent out the space so you can work on it yourself. Which they, they kind of have stuff like that, but not, like, Well, nowadays, the they just have either you do it yourself in your own garage... Or, or you, you go to the junkyard. It, or you bring it to a mechanic who you pay to fix it for you. Well, like that's a lot more present, I you, feel like. You can also go to the junkyard yourself and search for parts. You can search for parts, but I don't, I don't I think don't I've think ever they seen rent-in garages. Anymore. No, I don't think they let you... I think they might let you do something on the property, but it just depends. Yeah, it really depends on the joint, yeah. Uh, but yeah. no, drive-ins, garages, no, not much anymore. But that'll be nice to give people a chance to... To, to step back. Not saying COVID-19 is good in any way. But no. I like the idea of people being able to go out and stop having excuses of, oh, well, we can't have drive-in theaters and yada yada. Because that's something that I feel like needs to be present. For sure. There's no reason that we can't be outside and sit and have a good time. Yeah, like, uh, one thing I want to see come back, well, it never really left because it's the same thing Sonic does, 
where you just park, order, and eat. Yeah. And just, like drive-ins are are amazing. Yeah. It's it's that just experience of just being like you you don't have to worry about if you're disturbing anyone else in the theater, you know, that's always nice. And you get to bring your own snacks. Yeah. So we're not worrying about AMC, no offense, but Listen, paying they do great marathons. $16 a ticket. Yeah. And $19 for a large popcorn and a medium icy. Yeah. Is way too much. I feel like the only time I go to AMC anymore, and this isn't racking on it, there, you know, no. I understand how corporations work. It's the real world. It's fine. But I feel like the only time I go anymore is when they do the marathons. Be- because they let you bring your own shit. <laughs> and it's so ungodly expensive. I'm not looking to spend an arm and a leg for two people when I just want to go hang out with a friend in a movie. Yeah. I'm not... And recline in seats. Like... And I... Yeah, I don't... I still don't want to split nearly $40 with somebody mm-hmm. for a snack. Yeah. So that's why, you know, the only time I really go to theaters is like... Those small theaters, like, we over here where we are, we got... Uh, a small Andover Cinema, five yeah. bucks Tuesdays, yeah, yeah, and even that, even with popcorn, well, they give you a free mini popcorn too. Yeah, um, I always wear cargo shorts so I can just <laughs> get as many <laughs> boxes of candy in my pockets. Also, you're only paying like I think it's eleven or ten, eleven, ten or eleven fifty. Mm-hmm. But you get like a large. That's with. Yeah. A large popcorn with refills and an icy unlimited refills, too. Exactly. Well, I will say, there is an extent that I well, think to bringing your own food. Because, like, I, I, my friend, he went, he, he lives in L.A., he went to, like, a double feature, like, a few years ago. And during the intermission, he smelled this horrible smell. And he looks over, and someone had brought Indian food into the theater. And Indian food is great. But that aroma can kill you. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and it, I think that's another part of it, too, is because it's not to be an insult to cultures. But. Yeah, no. Well, and it, it's like it gave him a headache and he didn't even enjoy the next movie. And it was a thing of like, do I tell the people who run the place or do I be a snitch? Like, I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a large part of it, too, because, well, that and, you know, everybody likes to complain about the movie theaters. But at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, I know people work for a movie theater. Yeah. They don't want to sit and clean diapers all the time. And, no. And God, no. People are just really, really disrespectful. Yeah. P- yeah. I mean, that's that's an evidence we get with, like, gas station bathrooms. I work in a gas station. And apparently the credence is anywhere. Just pee anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aiming is an option. If you're regardless a, of gender. If you're in a bathroom, you can just go wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least have the decency to you know yeah or flush why is that or, not a... Uh, or a squat over the drain <laughs> <laughs> no i feel you i worked I'm... in a restaurant i worked at a buffet and oh a bad. buffet oh god bless your soul Jeez. yeah but the movie uh, opens with the manufacturing line christine right yeah which i wanted to make an fii for driving theaters mm-hmm. this would be absolutely perfect <laughs> it'd be weird to watch because it'd be terrifying well it'd be weird to watch in a drive-in theater too because like there's a scene in the drive-in theater <laughs> so it's like a weird inception mall but i get yeah that would be terrifying anything with a car Ooh, that'd be a cool drive-in theater marathon so the car right yeah christine duel 
Yeah, anything that has to do with cars, which we will be covering Duel on here as well. Which I learned Duel is not a sentient car. No. Yeah. It's a driver. Yeah, it's an unseen driver. Yeah. You see his arms and his legs. Well, yeah, that I saw, and they, they credit him, too. Yeah. Um, and then what's, there's one more sentient vehicle thing. Maximum Overdrive? Yes, yes. There was another, another one, too, but I'll think of that. Also so. Stephen King. Yeah, but I I don't think... I think he directed it, and it wasn't. I mean, he's in the movie for a few seconds and gets killed by an ATM. No, machine. I think he directed it. No, he's he directed it, yeah. I'm saying he's also cameos in it, which is worth it for me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they call him Man at Cash Point. <laughs> Man at Cash Point, yeah. Yeah. The, I, I will say the back of Christine, because every book has, like, the author, it's got him leaning on the car. Like, the Christine car that inspired the book. See, that's cool. And it says Stephen King and friend. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So we're on the manufacturing line. It's 1954, correct? Um, 58? Yeah. Or it would be 58, because that's when the Fury was, you know... Yeah. Yeah. So we come out and uh, we kind of see all the assembly lines. All the other model Plymouths are white. Though, are white except for Christine. Yeah, and everyone's like, what the frick is going on? And uh, they go to kind of look at her engine. We have one of the workers and he... He lifts up the hood, leaves his hand there. Hood falls down. Yeah, which is kind of a little... You know... It's you like could chalk those... that up to gravity. but <laughs> You could. It's just a little odd if it's right off the assembly line. But then again, too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, then we go to, we fast forward about 20 years. No, no, no. We get the black guy. He sits in Christine and then we hear her talking. Oh. Cause she doesn't, when I say talking, the Christine, the car does talk in a sense. She turns on her radio. And plays 50 songs. She doesn't, she doesn't do the Bumblebee thing. No. Of just random compilations of music. <laughs> but she, but he like, this guy sits in there and it starts playing a song, and he, like, is smoking a cigar and knocks off the tip of the cigar onto the seat. And then it cuts to everyone leaving, and a guy opens Christine, and, like, he falls out dead. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And then it cuts to... Arnie them. Which, again, whose idea was it to have a cigarette on a factory assembly Not car? even a cigarette. A cigar. <laughs> Like, why the, why the hell are you smoking it? Yeah. And I get that the seats are covered in plastic, but still, don't freaking do that. Like, you especially shouldn't do it if it's plastic. Yeah. Plastic is flammable. And also, who's like, oh, this car cut off a dude's hand. I'm going to sit in it. Right. Hell no. <laughs> if the hood's wrong, who knows what else is wrong with the car? Exactly. Yeah. Especially because for some reason, she was the only different color. Yeah, that's suspicious as well. Yeah, like, you would think that somebody maybe did something purposely to sabotage. Yeah. Well, what was the thing that gets revealed in the sequel to the car? A guy's soul is chuckied into the car? Is that what it is? Yeah, they throw him out a window. It's very stupid. It's like Mad Max meets the remake of Death Race meets the car. Okay. And they blended all three of those movies together and then to tried to make... one pile of turd. Into, <laughs> into a mountain of shit. <laughs> and they tried to get the action-packed uh, feel of the Fast and the Furious movies yeah. and Hobbs and Shaw mixed together with all the guns and action and making people in the cyborgs. Exactly. And making it about death row. And it, it was just a complete shit movie except for that last 15 minutes. Yeah, you can't put... With Ronnie Cox and the actual original car. Listen, making a casserole is fine. 
it, it gets to a point where you add too many ingredients and the flavor's gone. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's yeah. like... You can have learn, a shepherd's pie, just don't add cumin. Like, <laughs> learn your recipe and stick with it. Don't try to blend two different spices or two different yeah. sides of your flavor that are against each other yeah. on a totally different spectrum. Like, blending Freddy and Jason into Freddy versus Jason is fine. If they did Freddy versus Jason versus Chucky, that's too much. No, like they were gonna do. They were gonna try and do Freddy versus Jason versus Hellraiser in a second. Hellraiser. Oh yeah. Well, I guess the Cenobite he could probably torture. Yeah, Freddy. Pinhead. Yeah, Pinhead and the Cenobites. Yeah. Because he was gonna torture both of them. Yeah. Okay. It would have been cool, but It'd it would have been, been a bit much. Yeah. Again, the story kind of falls it's, flat at a point. Which is what. The Spider-Man movies have done. Yeah. What's the one that they keep saying is going to come out? It's Chucky versus somebody else. I don't know. Chucky's getting his own series on sci-fi, though. We're going to cover that in a nerd right. Oh, we are? Okay. Are they yeah. getting anyone back? Brad Dorf? Yeah, he will be. Yay! Because I loved Mark Hamill in the remake, though. But Brad Dorf is Chucky. So he is. Well, <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that remakes. And uh, we'll talk about the difference in an episode, too, about... The difference between remakes and, and reboots. reboots. Because there is a very, very big difference. We're pulling a Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Awesome. Yeah, which they do a good job of explaining that too. They really do. Very, very different. I recommend. And it has two different meanings too. Exactly, exactly. So we meet our main characters. Which is Arnie played by Keith Gordon for those of you who watch Jaws 2. Yes, yes. Um, you know that he played the uh, nerdy kid with the black hair and the glasses who was reading a book and then uh, they threw water balloons at him and he got mm-hmm. very disappointed and threw his book on the back of his <laughs> that boat. That is him. And he's just sitting there like, what the fuck? Arnie Cunningham, and what's his friend's name? Because that's the thing. Arnie is more of a main character than his best friend. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because Dennis, is who's played by, uh, which is his best friend, Dennis uh, Gilder, who's played by John Stockwell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he didn't have a whole lot. He was in the climax, and he's in the scenes in the school. But for a, a big chunk of the movie, he's just in the hospital. And I think we get two scenes of him in the hospital for, like, a few seconds. Like, it's like two or three, yeah. Yeah, it's not that much. It's not that much. No, you see him in like the beginning of the movie, and then you see him a little bit in the second act, and yeah. then you see him like a, like pretty much the tail end of the third act. Yeah, it kind of shows from his perspective for a bit, and then when he goes to the hospital, we kind of just get Arnie's descent into madness. <laughs> Which, I mean, I like that the way that John Carpenter did that, because what are you going to do to show the guy at the hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you gonna just have him sitting there all the time and like, have nightmares TV, about the car? Like, you can jerk off. Not a lot to do. <laughs> I mean, what what are you really gonna do with a guy that's in a hospital that but there's no horror element or some sort of challenge to overcome? Listen, he was unconscious for three days. I hardly think he's jerking off because he probably has a catheter. You never know; they have external catheters. Yes, they do. Not back then. No, thank man. you thank you no i win i win so <laughs> it's like how i time i like to end every argument and discussion no i win so uh, anyway <laughs> yeah so they go to school and you get a, you very much get a vibe of like who's who because arnie's like i played scrabble and my mom wouldn't let me win because they spelled fellatio like <laughs> oh god yeah um and we got um 
that's when we really got our first look at the the bullies especially yeah well we meet lee and then we go to shop class yeah which did your school have a shop class yeah your school had shop man yeah we had a welding we had wood we have yeah we have about five yeah we have i mean we have a lot what My yeah because we do cars because we got three three stages for everything yeah we know in the episode we know that you're how um, many language courses did you have be honest three really i think it's like three or five yeah spanish german french i think there's a little bit of italian in there too and there's sign language definitely sign language. my school just had spanish god i got ripped off <laughs> yes you did <laughs> Oh god! So the, yeah, so we go to the shop class, and he's getting bullied by what are these guys' names? I see their faces. Uh, I think one of them is Moochie. Moochie's the fat guy. Yep, and then we got Buddy. I think that's the shorter guy with the fro. Or no, it was Buddy the big guy? No, Buddy's the big dude. Big, the big dude, muscle with, dude. Big dude, mutton chops, long hair, kind of a greaser yeah, type. Played by William O'Strander. He's got a switchblade. Yep. Oh, yeah, well, that was... It. Oh, man, he looks different now. Yeah. For 60. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens. <laughs> well, I know, but he he got bigger, like, in muscle and mass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen the photos of him. And I, I didn't even notice him with his hair like that, because I was like, wait, that must be him. Yeah. So they're picking on Arnie and, like, playing keep away with his lunch, and then he pulls out a switchblade and stabs his lunch? Yeah. <laughs> and there's yogurt sure. in it, so it, like, leaks out, and, like, it's very, yeah. very gross. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so Dennis hears about Arnie getting bullied in shop, and he yeah. goes down there. He, like, karate hits the dude's knife out of his hand and then punches him in the face. Like, he does, like, a palm hit. Yeah, which, definitely, William... Uh, I'm trying to remember the name, and the name is in front of me. Give me a second. Give me a second. Are you drunk yeah, and angry? Buddy. Right <laughs> yeah, buddy. No, buddy. Uh, he definitely gave me a Henry Bowers vibe. Oh, very much so. Like he—he he was like uh, Henry and Ben mixed together. He was oh, Patrick. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, Henry and Patrick. He reminded me of the guy from The Blob if he was an asshole. <laughs> yeah. The '80s. The '80s mullet. Yeah. Which was uh, very. Very present. Which I don't know why it, it was ever thought it looked good. I I don't know. <laughs> it's the curls no. that bother me. <laughs> it's really what it is. I just... I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. But then the shop teacher comes in and, like, he, he, he swears at the shop teacher and the shop teacher gets him expelled. Yeah. Well, no... Yeah, yeah, they say he gets, he gets expelled. No, he learned that he had a knife. No, yeah, he found the knife, and then you hear that he got expelled. Oh, yeah. We just missed that part. Yeah, that he was threatening him, and then Arnie finally spoke up. Oh, yeah, he was like, was he threatening you with a knife? And he went, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and they've tried to make his life a living hell. Oh, well, they, 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 they did to a point. For a time. Later, later. Yeah. Also, a uh, quick note, you'll be happy with Fire and Ice, because William also does a voice in there, too, I guess. How do you think I found it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's I, in Striker too, which yeah, that's also what I found. There's no. It's not available on any streaming services though. No, we'll find it on Amazon. Yeah, but um, anyhow. So then, um, Dennis is driving Arnie home, 
and Arnie sees Christine in a yard. And she's really in bad shape. She's got like 90,000 miles on her. Which the mileage counter is a big thing in this movie. Yeah. Well, for cars back then, that's quite a bit. Well, it's that, but then it's also a plot point in this movie. Because the more he fixes her up, the more it goes down. Yeah. Which is weird. (laughs) Yeah. Little attention to detail. When we first find Christine, she does not look like she does at the beginning of the movie. She looks like a rundown piece of shit. It's been 20 years. (laughs) And you could tell people did not take care of her. No. No, not at all. And you meet the guy who's selling her, who... He's wearing, like, a metal back brace, which is an interesting costume he choice. He looks like the, your, your local old drunk yeah. slash supremacist. If you, if you put a ski cap on him and a jacket with holes, he could be in street trash. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He'd be an extra in street trash. <laughs> but what is this line he has? Because he talks about how he, his brother bought the car fresh off the lot, and it was a new car. What's the line he says? I don't remember offhand. It's about new car smell. Is it something that's... There's nothing sexier than a new car smell? It's like, there's nothing better than a new car smell. Except maybe for... Oh, yeah, except (laughs) maybe for some pussy. (laughs) It was very crude. I was not... I I had to re... I rewatched this movie just because... Just because. And it was late at night. Uh, I'll just... I won't say it's from personal experience, but I'm only suggesting it. Watching this movie with your grandmother, not fun. I This movie definitely did not shy away from the non-social filters of back then. The crude. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was crude. Everyone I mean, was very crude. I'm a very crude person personally. But yeah, but you don't say that to I, people you just met. <laughs> I, I have a filter, at least. I at least get to know a person before I bestow my weird crazy bestow you're acting like it's the sword of camelot like you're swearing it's an honor (laughs) it's an honor to have me swear in front of you because then (laughs) because then by by then i know that oh yeah if they could tolerate me they must be good people okay we must be good people (laughs) at least you must be decent folk at least to be right. right okay fair enough i guess at the very least but he but he sells him Christine for yeah. two fifty, which is Will Darnell. No, Rudolph Jakin. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, which he was named something different in the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, after he sells, after he sells, um, Arnie the car, Arnie the car, uh, which that which the whole time Dennis is trying to get him to not buy not- the car. Yeah, not to... Because it's a piece of garbage. I mean, she's literally falling apart. Like, the bumper's off. There's no hood. There's no hood. (laughs) Yeah. So, Uh, I mean, everything is just really messed up. Yeah. But afterwards, Arnie still gets it, goes through with his purchase, brings it home. His parents aren't thrilled, to say the least. (laughs) But them being, you know, a-holes and all already, it didn't really matter as much. They blame Dennis, too. They're like, why didn't you talk him out of it? It's like... It's him. (laughs) Which I literally thought, I'm like, okay, so are they, are they like in a, in like a foster home? Yeah, I swear. I swear. Because they never really established that at first. It gets really confusing because you don't. No, they're his parents. They're his biological parents. No, no, no. I know. It just, at first it gets confusing because like between David picking him up all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, and then his parents always like whenever there's a scene where they see him in there. 
they're always telling him like, why didn't you stop it from doing this? Yeah. And it's like, dude, it, it, A, he's not your kid. Uh-huh. And B, like, he's not his brother either. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a vibe of like, they're saying to him like, we control him really easily. Why couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, which, honestly, the only reason that some parents manage to get away with that is just because people just want or need a place to live. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, beyond that. That's why kids run away, too. Because they're not a fan of that kind of situation. Yeah. And which Arnie definitely uh, emphasizes... Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, he swears. Yeah, he... In front he, of his parents. He says yeah. the F word. <laughs> well, yeah, he gets taller. He, he gets really fed up with their shit. Yeah. So he takes the car to Darnell's, which is the driving garage. Yeah, because his mom makes a fuss about, Oh, we don't want to put that in our yard. And all that. It's gonna be gross. We don't want it in the driveway. And it's like, ugh. All right, well, you know. Well, he wanted him to have the car. Yeah. And, uh... And one of my favorite little bits to really emphasize that this is a crappy car is, like, A, it sounds bad. B... There's no tailpipe, so there's just smoke everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, she's smoking, like, everywhere. And then the worst part is he gets up to the door and gets out of his car and goes up to Dennis. And he's like, Dennis, can you honk? Her horn doesn't... <laughs> and I'm like, your horn doesn't even work? <laughs> I do have a case of somebody I know whose horn does not work. Okay, fair. But it's like, it's just an extra adage of, like... Oh, I know. Happens. It's that, that injury to insult. Yeah. And they drive it in, and Darnell's, like, smoking with his buddies playing poker, and, like... Yeah. He, Which... He's a stereotypical fat guy. He's your stereotypical asshole drunk who... He looks like he was in Street Trash, too. <laughs> oh, he did. He was? No, I said... Oh, he, he did, did look. He like looked it. like Okay. No, definitely. And the asshole vibe from him, too, is, like, off, off the charts... Yeah. He says he he's his he his vocabulary is not great. <laughs> yeah, and he's sitting there telling Artie, "Oh well, if you do this, or we can't smoke over there," which is my favorite part because that's when we get uh, <laughs> Dennis is like, "Those men are smoking. You should tell them to stop." Well, he goes, sir, sir, sir uh, but those men over there—they're smoking. Shouldn't <laughs> you tell them to stop? Yeah, exactly. And he's like, Ooh, I, I, I. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, I ought to, and I'm just sitting mm. there like, yeah, you can't that, that'd be me. You can't polish a turd. <laughs> don't assume because I'm young or whatever that I don't. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't need to be a dick about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and Dennis flips him off while his back is turned. <laughs> yeah, Dennis is a lot of fun time. Like, he, fuck yeah. this little. He's a really great character. Yeah. I'll say. He's very close to my personality. Oh, oh, for sure. <laughs> hundred percent but so then um arnie he keeps like we we jump ahead a lot in this movie time wise yeah we skip about i think it's eight months eight nine months near the end it's near christmas it wouldn't be nine months i thought that's what they said well because it's the beginning of the school year it's beginning of the school year but we get to christmas near the end of the movie so it's like it it would be like Oh, he says it's been he he was working on her for three weeks. That's what it was. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's fast. Yeah. Well, because then all, again, he devotes a lot of time to building Christine, though. It, it we're also for yeah we're also forgetting like how long Dennis was in the hospital for. So there's a huge jump in time between that. That's well, where we're missing. Yeah. Yeah, and before that, 
even happens, we see the three weeks, and Artie's, Arnie's already fixed up Christine. It, she looks decent. She God, you're looking nice. like... <clears throat> like she's off the line. Cherry, as they would say. Yep, she's very, very perfect. And um, Darnell gets him to do work for him. Like he hires him to do work. Well, yeah. Well, their deal, their arrangement is that he does some work for him on the side and he'll let him use all the parts for yeah. free. Because before he was saying he could use the parts, but he's like, I didn't say you could make your whole car. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, which is kind of nice in the background because you kind of get to see that he really does yeah. have a appreciation though for for Arnie's yeah. devotion to his vehicle and yeah. how he understands that. Yeah, like, well, okay, so this kid isn't just coming in here to be like, oh yeah, I got a car in here and I'm gonna build it up and I'm just paying you. He's not. He he's not loitering, putting money where his mouth is. He's yeah. not just saying it to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep. I'll work on it or I'll get it. You know. Well, no, yeah. he's really working hard and actually investing some money and building it from... Yeah, it's emphasized that that's, like, all he does now is work on the car. Yeah. Because, like, he's he's blowing off his parents, he forgets that he has to hang out with Dennis to go to the movies, all that stuff. Yeah, and Dennis says, like, uh, with, even with his mom, they never see him because uh, once he pulls up uh, to go see what Arnie's doing, he walks right past him or whatever, mm-hmm. isn't it? During no. Halloween? No, 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 he pulls up to pick up Arnie for the movies and Arnie comes out and he's not wearing glasses and he's like, oh crap, we were supposed to hang out. I'm sorry, I gotta go to Darnell's. Yeah, and um, after that, um, the next day we see uh, Dennis's big game. Yeah, this is after Dennis hit on Lee and she was like... Yep, and he hit on Lee in the library and... And she was like, he was like, do you want to hang out after the game? Because I'm playing. And she's like, I can't, I have a date. And we find out that the date is Arnie. Which I I can't help but think that's part of the taking off the glasses in the nice car. Yeah, yeah. It Which seems like it. It's kind of the irony of this movie because, you know, she ends up hating Christine. But I can't help but think that that's a, a large part of the reason. She's with him because the car is impressive? Yes. It's a, It looks nice. It's a nice car. I mean, you could tell that he really fixed it up and takes care of it. So, I mean, yeah. I know that's part of Maybe it. Maybe she's reading into it and saying, like, that's how devoted he'll be to our relationship. But yeah. Yeah. That could be, but no. <laughs> He's He spends most of his time fixing up the car. <laughs> yeah, spending a lot of time with Christine. Um, but another plot point, or another uh, thing that I wanted to say here, too, mm-hmm. is that... Um, Lee is played by Alexandra Paul. Yeah, yeah. Who was also in the 1995 remake of uh, Roger Corman's Piranha with William Cat as mm-hmm. uh, as um, Paul Grogan. And Susie Grosen this time around was played by a young Mila Kunis, which I can't yeah. remember. I think that might have been her cameo debut. She had a... She, I think... Because that would have been a cheesy one like DiCaprio's. Because DiCaprio started off in... Critters 3. That was his first yeah. feature film. How movie. old was Kunez in that movie? I think 11. 11? Okay. Oh, yeah, because her first, like, she she cites, that actress cites her first ever, quote-unquote, acting job as when she was 14 on that 70s show. Yeah. But I, I feel like she cites that more than Piranha because maybe she had lines. <laughs> you know? And it probably felt more like a job. She started acting when she was nine. Her first movie was Make-A-Wish Molly. All right. Never heard of it. But, okay. but Piranha came out that same year. So okay. that might have been her second. 
But yeah, she was she was super young. Like here, like should I come around? Yeah, because I can't. Into the, oh yeah, she definitely looks younger than eleven at this at this point. Oh yeah, she looks very young. Um. But yeah, um, we'll definitely have to do the piranhas because it is verbatim, pretty yeah. much almost like the remix. I don't know if you've seen the original and the remake. They're pretty much verbatim of each other. Awesome. Um, but yeah. I just wanted to point that out that uh, Alexandra Paul played uh, Heather Menzies' character, uh, which was. Um... Hmm. She's great as Lee in this movie. She's a really good like love interest character because she's not just a love interest. Like she actually does yeah. stuff. Maggie McNown mm-hmm. or McNarma in the remake. Okay. But yeah, she's definitely she's definitely got a lot of character to her, and she looks different. Because mm-hmm. she still looks very very young. Because I. She's not that old either, I don't think. No. Is she almost in her 60s or... She is almost in her 60s. She's yeah. 57. Okay. But she looks quite different from for being over a decade old. Though. Yeah. She looks a lot older. Not in a bad way, but like... No, no, never She's in a bad definitely way. got that more mature look. Kind of like Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Halloween. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis had like... I feel like she did the opposite though. Mm-hmm. She uh she went from looking more adultish to to looking a little bit like an H two O. She looked younger. Yeah, with, looked, with the bangs or yeah. whatnot. H two O and then um, resurrection. Tr- True Lies. She was in True Lies, right? With yeah, Arnold, Arnold but, I didn't see it, but I didn't see it. Oh, that movie's great. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, she she kind of went backwards. Yeah, and then she's kind of. If she didn't have the gray hair and like a couple less wrinkles, yeah, I, she looks pretty middle aged. Well, they though. they really aged her up for Halloween as well. Well, I mean, in general, even if you kind of look at her now, she doesn't look that old though. She's sixty two, something like that. Do you know who her husband is? Yeah, Christopher Guest. Yes, I love Christopher Guest. Yeah, she really doesn't. He's wrote for some of my favorite movies. <laughs> she looks old, but like a young old, not. Mm-hmm. Yeah taken back by Angie. but going back to it yeah yeah um so uh, we're talking about the drive-in right i think no because we see dennis gets an injury at the football game dennis gets an injury after he sees and realizes that lee's date was arnie all and along. they're they're make their second face would yeah. that have been the term and <laughs> he uh he gets knocked down uh he gets hit really hard with a tackle they had to get a stretcher and he basically passes out, yeah. Which I thought he was going to get crippled for a second. Well, he says later that it was like, if it was one centimeter, it would have been paralyzed from the waist down. Yeah. Which, for an athlete, that's got to suck. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing worse, too, than being having to sit out of the season. Yeah. Well, there's like, people get their knees blown out, but then they're fine after a while. Like, almost paralyzed, that's, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Unless you're really devoted, I mean, yeah. I still wouldn't want to test that. Exactly. Then you gotta like actually study at school so you can get a good job later on, or else <laughs> work at a carpet well, store. <laughs> I even as a person who's going for film, I yeah. still wouldn't rely my whole life on that and not learn a bit of life skills. Another trade, sure. Just just to have something to get me up there, and then something with you know, I do something else on the side. Just have that general basics so you know. Yeah. I'm partly upset you didn't get my reference, but that's fine. It might have went over my head. Football player. 
work at a carpet store. I'm referencing Rick and Morty, you uncultured swine. It wasn't a football. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, the arcade machine where you live out your whole life. I was thinking in 10 basketball. Yeah, Roy. <laughs> Roy. Yeah. Wow, he's going off the grid with Roy. <laughs> no, this guy's going off the grid. With he doesn't Roy. Even... He doesn't have a social security card for Roy. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Wow, you went back to the carpet store after beating cancer. <laughs> Watch Rick and Morty, guys. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Um, after uh, Dennis is put uh, in the hospital, Arnie visits him once. He visits him twice. He visits well, him well the first when time. he wakes up, and then Thanksgiving. Yep. And during this time, <clears throat> Arnie's really starting to develop. Just even his looks. He mm. even looks more tired. Yeah, he really does. He's got the like the exhausted circles on his eyes. Like a what's it called? A smoky eye. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. I yeah. Think so. He's. He's definitely out of it. He's definitely tired. Like he's just been doing yeah. nothing else but devoting his time or being awake a lot hours of the night. Mm-hmm. Well, and we talk, they talked about earlier on in the movie that this was going to be the year they were going to get Arnie laid and Dennis was going to help him with that. And now it looks like he doesn't really need Dennis's help. <laughs> yeah. Which is the other sad part. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, You're he, losing he your basically, friend. yeah, he basically just does like, well, now you're crippled, so we definitely can't be friends. Exactly. Because I've got better stuff to do, which is my car. Exactly. <clears throat> and in between this time, too, we really see Arnie's true colors of how he's changing from the person he was. Because when he goes on his, uh, we assume, whatever, like, next kind of official, official date. Yeah. With... Not first date, but, <clears throat> you know, something. Next established date, yeah. They're at a drive-in. He's... With um, Lee. He, They're making out. He's copping a feel, and she's straight up... We... What is it with movies we watch and random close-ups of someone grabbing crotches? <laughs> yeah, I don't... I've never gotten that. It's like, Me people neither. want you to get aroused, and it's like, dude, I just want to watch the damn movie. Yeah, exactly. It's not Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, it's either for arousal or pain, because we saw Dennis get grabbed by his crotch to get injured earlier by the fat yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm sorry, I wouldn't do that for no. any movie, and I wouldn't want to do that to somebody even as acting. Like, what yeah. if you do that? That's painful. I don't care the... Well, in, like, in a realistic standpoint as well, like, I don't care if we're fighting or not. I'm not I'm grabbing not gonna, your dick. <laughs> right? I'm not going to, A, give you a wrong wrong message, but also, why am I... Why does that every movie? It's like, oh yeah, go for the dick. Like, I don't fight think with some honor. I don't think it's every movie. I think it's the fact that there's seven of those shots in Class of Nukem High. <laughs> well, we got the dick shaft. We got the cock shaft. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. The cock holster. Watch, watch, watch Class of Newcomb High, guys. Watch our review on it as well. Well, listen to it. I don't have any video for it, unfortunately. Right. Well, <clears throat> watch with your ears. Film Nerds Hour. Watch with your ears. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Anyway. So, she leaves the car. She's like, I can't do this. And he's like, why? And he's like, she's like, I don't want to s- sleep with you in that car. So, she wants to sleep with him. Just not in Christine. Yeah, which kind of pisses Christine off. Well, well no. Pisses Arnie off. Pisses Arnie off. Because she's like, you love that car more than me. Which makes Christine happy. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, after he gets out of the car, yeah, she she's, starts she's eating a choke. burger, and then she starts choking, and like, music starts playing in Christine. There's lights, and like, she locks the doors. and. <laughs> yeah, and um, we, one part in the book is that it's the old man's daughter. Mm-hmm. Who he let choke in there to suppose? Well, that's in the movie too. Is his, it? His five-year-old daughter died in the seat. 
from carbon monoxide poisoning. That was his brother. His brother's daughter. Well, I thought they said his brother died in there. They said his brother's daughter died in there. And then after that, his wife killed herself because he wouldn't get rid of the car. And then when he did get rid of the car, it came back three weeks later, and he died in the car of carbon monoxide poisoning. Okay. Dennis talks to the old guy later on, and we get all that exposition. And I want to point out, the old guy is not just wearing a muscle shirt and a back brace. Back brace. He's also wearing a blue blazer. So oh, <laughs> he's a little more fashionable. <laughs> and working on his... Um... Selling his house. Yeah. I'm going to buy me a trying condo. To, <laughs> trying to fix up what piece of crap yeah, is. Yeah, polish a turd. Which looks worse than Christine. This yeah. man has no Arnie sense to him. Exactly. But then, <laughs> so Lee, someone pulls her out and gives her Heimlich. A yeah, stranger. which Arnie thinks he's assaulting her, but I think more or less he's just in a fit of rage and wants to target his anger. Exactly. So then he drops her off and Christine won't start. <laughs> well, Christine started playing weird music before... Lee choked, and it's also the fact that um, when they get to her, his house, Arnie... He, he says of, to her, we'll go on a date without Christine, just you and me. Like, we'll walk somewhere or something. Yeah. Do something different, get away from the car. And I think that's when he starts to kind of snap into normality a little bit more yeah. again. But then when he goes in the car, it won't start, and he's like, come on, baby. What? <laughs> yeah, it kind of... So you could definitely tell. This is one of the things I really liked about Keith Gordon's performance. Though. Mm-hmm. It really shows the range of an actor. Because like yeah. Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. That's why I think I also like this movie so much. Mm-hmm. I really like seeing actors with range where it's like you're playing two different people. Yeah, you start the movie as one person and you end it as someone else. It rem- and you can go between the two. Yeah. It it's reminded like me of Joaquin in The Joker. Yeah. yeah. Very much. Very much. Him in the beginning of that movie is not him at the end of the movie at all. Yeah, he ends up becoming a completely different person yeah. in all the worst ways. I saw that in the movie theater during the first part of the marathon with my mother. <laughs> How do you think she reacted to that movie? <laughs> well, at least having the, the smile. Yeah. So then... Um, he parks Christine in the place. Oh, wait, when, did we miss Dennis trying to break into Christine? No, that comes later. I thought it came before because he tried to get into Christine and she started playing, you keep knocking, but you can't come in. And then she did it again when he parks the car in there, leaves, and then the one guy sneak in and trash it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's there right. Yeah. The bullies. The bullies in. break in and... But we're missing a part. We are. Because after Arnie leaves, mm-hmm. then Lee goes, calls... Um, Dennis. Calls Dennis to see that if she, he's seen Arnie lately because of mm-hmm. how much he's changing. Yeah, yeah. And then they meet up and that's when um, Dennis goes out to kind of scope out Christine but ends up hearing the bullies coming in who completely total Christine. I think house. so. That sounds right. Yeah, they total her. They and like they sh- with sledgehammers. Someone shits on the dashboard. Yeah, they shit on the dashboard. And um, then Arnie finds it. Or no, he's walking with he's Lee He's walking the next with day. Lee. Because he was like, I'm going to go in my wallet, get it from the car, and then we'll walk around. And he's talking to her like really sweetly. He's like, we should apply to the same colleges next year so we can be together. And then he sees that she's destroyed and when she tries to comfort him he like he goes grabs her and shakes her 
Like, yeah. really, like, doesn't hit her, but close Wasn't enough to hitting her. Yeah. Which he calls is... her a shitter, which is a thing he says a lot in this movie. For unknown reasons. Yeah, I don't remember that ever being a... I've never heard that phrase before. Also, on a side note, well, I'll say it after, but... All right. But then he, uh... He gets in a fight with his parents because they're like, we'll buy you a new car. And he's like, a new car? I just want to fix Christine. <laughs> yeah, he really is fixated on Christine just... He's obsessed, which is the point. I think that's the spell she has on people. Yeah, and... um, But before... Or no, this is after. So after we see him kind of freak out on his dad, which before he leaves... He chokes him. He chokes him because he basically finally gives him his mother a taste of his own her own medicine, mm-hmm. which I didn't feel bad at all. I was like, if you're really gonna be a bitch, yeah, she all was... the time, you had it coming. Yeah, but he like chokes out his dad, or like he puts his ha- hand on his throat and almost hits him. Yeah, well, his dad provoked it by acting like he was gonna hit him first. Yeah, that's and then true. Arnie finally is like, I'm not dealing with this shit. No, so. So then he starts fixing up Christine, right? And she fixes herself. He walks in to see her. Oh, yeah. He gives a speech. He's like... And... He's like, we'll make it right as new, baby. We'll make it all better. And then, like, you hear a sound and he looks over and her engine is fine. Yeah. her. He hears the engine starting to repair itself. Mm-hmm. Then looks over and is like, okay, something's up. Yeah, he, like, looks at it, walks in front of her and says, show me. And then her lights come on, and then she just fixes herself. And that is where we get that amazing, that amazing shot that I was oh. talking about earlier. And John Carpenter did amazing with the music in here. Yes. Like, the strumming of the guitar and the kind of the sensual subtle. jazz. It's very subtle. Yeah, and you get a very good jazz cue in there, too. Um, which really kind of expresses just... Artie's love mm-hmm. of just how deeply intimate he's become with Christine. Mm-hmm. As if she's uh, basically... A person. A, a person, yeah. Um, it's like he's a stalker, but he's actually involved with the person. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it's, obsessed. It's very creepy. Very creepy indeed. She's all that matters. And, so. and then we see him, he starts to kill the... He kills the fat guy. Uh, that's, yeah, when he, that's the first time that we see Christine. The the windows are tinted completely. Yep. So it's very much a question of, is he driving or is she driving herself? Yeah. And we, uh, he, before, um, we see the guy run around a little bit trying to escape Christine. Yeah. Which he does a fairly good job, but I kind of get the vibe that she's just toying with him. Playing with the food. Playing with the food. Oh, yeah. I don't... I think she wanted to toy with him and be like, oh, yeah, so this is what you get for yeah. deciding to beat me up for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. I love when she's, like, chasing him through the small alleyway and she's, like, scratching herself, like the sparks are flying and stuff. Yeah, she really just doesn't care. And that was good oh. visual effects, yeah. too. But then he gets to, like, a loading dock and is hiding back there and pulls a knife because he's thinking, oh, she can't go through, but she just drives through destroys the side yeah, of herself side destroys everything which my first thing is like oh god yeah no but i'm like she could repair herself but my whole time i'm like but prop car yeah exactly no yeah which i will say like depending because she wasn't going that fast when she was going in if he really wanted to i feel like he could have hopped on top of her and like climbed over he was a bigger dude though yeah that is the thing 
I mean, not to be yeah. insulting. But then we get the, de- the detective, which is a very underplayed character, I feel like. Yeah. Um, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. He's an alien. I really got the... I really got the... I don't know what else he was in, so if you're making a reference. He was an alien. He was the guy with the hat who found the cat and then got killed. <laughs> have you never seen Alien? I have. Yeah. No, that's not the old man that we were talking about earlier, though. I no, said no, was... we're talking about the detective. Yeah, the detective. Detective, because the fat guy got killed. So George is the is the old guy, George LeBay. So they didn't change his name, right? Okay, yes. you. I said that they changed his oh. name in this, and you to said Christmas? that was true. Oh right. No. Okay. Okay. So Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say he was also an alien. He's an alien. He's in a lot of stuff. He's not actually. He, well, he doesn't get credited for a lot of stuff. That's yeah. Say. That's the thing. He's in stuff. He's just never credited. Lucky was his last movie he ever did, which I thought that was that was really good. Unfortunately, he's passed. Yeah, it's 2017. Yeah. Sad to see. But he, he was in uh, Pretty in Pink as the dad. I haven't seen Pretty in Pink. I know what it is, though. Have you... Is the only... Um, you've seen Breakfast Club, right? Yeah. Okay, so you've seen John Hughes movies before. Okay, good. I don't have to disown you. No. <laughs> my dad wasn't that much of a monster exactly no so um he tells he's he starts investigating arnie and he's talking to him and he's like oh yeah mooch they had to scrape his bottom half with a shovel because he was cut in half yeah and to which arnie responds isn't that what you're supposed to do with shit (laughs) yeah which doesn't help his case no at all no and then he's one thing he says is that the color of Christine, they don't make that color anymore. Yeah, which... I was trying to figure out what he kind of meant by that. Like the color isn't manufactured anymore. That shade of red. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I meant. I just found it weird that he brought that up of all things. Well, because... He's if, trying to figure out getting his head a little if bit. If he restored it that fast... Oh, true, true. A, how would he get that color in the first place? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But so then, you know, is it then that we get that car ride with Dennis and Christine? Or Um, later? No, a little little later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because it's towards the end. Yeah. Um, So, So he kills the other guy then, right? Yeah, basically he goes after the... The main guy, Buddy main guy buddy and then takes out two of the others he christine starts stalking them mm-hmm. through a light and then ends up ramming she's got her one rights of, on him <laughs> yeah and when she tries to psych her out and then run away like a little pussy which is kind of funny yeah he like um, gets out of the car and he's like come on and then she just destroys his car and what i love whenever christine hits another car and moves back from it she carries it for a little bit. Yeah, which is what would like happen. She grips it. Yeah, which is what would happen. Yeah, you wouldn't just stop and and then just reverse and you're fine. Right. So that was that was that yeah. was cool. It, it was it, those little details that really made mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah, just a little, little bits. But he, she pushes his car into a gas station, which kills one of the guys because he gets crushed by that guy's car. Yeah. And then gasoline leaks and the gas station explodes, which kills the other guy. And Buddy's which just kind of... working there, yeah. Buddy's just kind of standing there in shock. Because A, both of his friends and his car just blew up. 
Yeah, which is really good taste of his own yeah. medicine. And then Christine comes out on fire. <laughs> which is terrifying that the car was just on fire. Yeah, and things. driving. Which, the, there was an actual stunt driver in the car when it was on fire, right? Yep, they tinted the windows black. So he couldn't see at all. Yeah. Which is, maybe that's why he hit the, <laughs> he hit some stuff. Well, I mean. Batten for effect. I feel like he probably could see because it could be just one way too. Yeah, that's fair. So. I thought they were saying on the dead meat thing that he couldn't see. It's possible. Yeah. But she's on fire and chasing Buddy down the road. Yep, and then, um... She runs him over. She Well, she toys with him first, a little bit. Yeah, she's kind of, like, falling by him slow while he's running. While he knows that she's on fire, so it really gives you that sense of... That's just... There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. This is your end. And And this is your punishment for for fucking with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then he finally... She finally runs him over and and lights him on fire. We get a great, like, on-fire mannequin. Or stuffed person. Yeah, well, they could have done a fire suit too. Well, I, it just it looked way too limp to have been That's an actual true. person. That's true. So then Christine drives back to Darnell's, and she's just smoking. <laughs> yeah. And charred. And charred, and that's when Darnell kind of finally gets suspicious because not only does Christine just enter. Yeah. Not only does she look like that, but she just casually drives slowly like nothing's happened and well then... it's also that he knows that arnie has his car so arnie's not in the car oh yeah that's right that's so right he thinks someone stole arnie's car and went for a joyride yeah so he grabs... oh that's right and that's why he grabs his shotgun yep and he opens the door and no one's in there and then he sits in the car which i feel was questionable <laughs> Well, I feel like if I had to give anything for the reason he did it, mm-hmm. it was more like, well, A, he was already intrigued with the car. Yeah. But I think he might have just been in disbelief, too, that he literally like, just saw the car mm-hmm. drive on its own. Yeah. And so casually, too. Mm-hmm. And then just slowly pull back in the parking space like, nothing. Nothing's going on. Yeah. Ever yeah. so carefully. So I think part of it was also shock. Like, did I... Really? Just see what I saw? Yeah, exactly. And he sits in it, and then the seat lifts itself and crushes him against the steering wheel. Which was hard to watch, I felt like. Yeah, no, that's not a good way to go, because if you've ever scooted your chair up too closely at the steering wheel... Yeah, not only are you claustrophobic, but your ribs are breaking. (laughs) And it's like, oh. And he didn't deserve that. No. He was a good guy. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He he was a character. <laughs> but I wouldn't want anyone to go like that, you know? Yeah, no. I wouldn't want anybody to go like that either. Yeah. And that's when Arnie really feels bad, too, because he's sitting there... He didn't want Darnell to die. Yeah, he's just sitting there like, that's not right. And that's when he starts to get... Oh, he's got a little bit of, of sanity. A little... For like a second. But... I, I I really think it really was that being next to Christine that really just... Yeah. Because the detectives are there and they tell him that they found Darnell in her seat. Yeah, which is kind of like... And that buddy wow. and the other guys died too. Yep. Uh, and, and another thing to know is that Christine's completely clean. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's very... No burns, no scratches, nothing. Yeah, so that's also the other creepy factor... 
Um, but the other thing too is that uh, the detective asks Ar- asks Arnie for the receipt because he said that he was just out mm-hmm. with Darnell's car and gives him a receipt for everything. Yep, all the parts. Which he had asked for the receipt for the red paint initially. Yeah, but he said he threw it away. Yeah. Um, so that really kind of amps up the weird factor in Arnie's case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he gets, he picks up Dennis, right? He goes to pick up Dennis. Dennis insults the car, which he's not happy about. Yeah, and that's when he starts speeding and like going yeah. on the different sides of the road. He like takes his hands off the wheel and then it turns by itself. To that, and that's when Dennis knows that the car is... That's when Possessed. it's confirmed for him. And he was saying... He he does this whole monologue about relationships. And how if you give 100% to someone, then that person will give 100% to you. And there's nothing in the world that can stop you. And he's like, I didn't know you felt that way about Lee. And he's like, I'm talking about Christine, man. Me and her against the world. Nobody else. And he's like, what about me? And he goes, that's up to you. Like, he's basically saying, if you want to be my friend still... You can, but if not, fuck you. Like, yeah, and, but don't get in the way of me yeah. and my girl. Exactly, exactly. And it's interesting how they filmed that as well, because they had like a stunt driver do those driving scenes, but then they they were actually driving, but they weren't driving like that when they were doing the dialogue oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, I would not be able to concentrate. <laughs> that would be yeah. freaky. No, I think that's probably what the actual terror of expression mm-hmm. was like. Yeah. We're going to die. We're going to die yeah, in this exactly. car. Well, and Dennis this is, is notably terrified. <laughs> Because he's, like, hitting the floor like he's trying to hit a brake that's not there. And, like, his face is all scratched. Like, he's terrified when he's driving on the other side of the road and taking his hand off the wheel. And Yeah. But it was really well done scene. Really? And the lighting, the moon lighting for mm-hmm. that as well. Oh. Is it me? What is that? I hear it, too. You're not having a stroke. So, yeah. So then... Dennis, don't we then cut to Dennis writing Darnell's Tonight on yep. Christine? Yep, he scratches it yeah. under her hood, which, not such a good idea yep. given what you've just seen, because if she really just wanted to go... And then hey, Lee's, Lee's <laughs> like, you think Arnie will come? And he goes, if he doesn't, Christine will. And that's the yeah. thing, they don't want to hurt Arnie. They don't want to hurt Arnie, they just want to get rid of Christine, because they know that Christine is like, well, now Arnie's my yeah. bitch, what are you going to do? Exactly, now? they know he's better than that. Like that... Like that, uh... They know it's the car that's doing that to him. Like that psycho girlfriend that's like, This is my man! Exactly. Exactly. You know, there's one specific state where that's probably Mm -hmm. more probable. Yeah. So then, (laughs) they break into the garage, and they get... He hotwires, uh... It's not an excavator. Bulldozer. Yeah, bulldozer. And, uh, that's when Christine shows up. Yeah, he's like, if you... He's like, you go ahead close the garage when she gets in here so you wait in the office and as she's going to the office christine's lights come on which means she's been there the whole time because they see one car which we can presume it's covered in stuff we could presume is probably arnie yeah driving the other car to make it look like someone is coming no, up the street. i think it was just a random person because oh, arnie f- flies out of christine later well, yeah, I know. Unless, but if Christine was sitting there in the dark, they still wait. They take a couple. Of, they take like that, a minute or two. That that wouldn't. Well, have yeah, because possible. there's only one one entrance. That's right. Yeah. So, so yeah, she's there the whole time and almost runs down Lee, but she like jumps on some scaffolding or something like that, like a ladder type thing. 
Yeah, just in time. She grabs onto some tires that are hanging, but then they fall and she falls on the ground. And that's when she runs and she ends up popping on a ladder. Or, no, does she up on there first? No. Well, Dennis hits her with the excavator. And and Christine gets that cool look where it looks like she has fangs. Yeah. Because the front comes off and it's, like, torn and it looks really, really rad. (laughs) Which... Just would have given her red lights, that would have been even more terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have her hit some pain or something. But But so then they're like they're having a weird fight ish thing. With uh with Lee really trying not to get yeah. hit. Lee gets in the office and then Christine drives at the office, but she hits the office because brick walls. Well and, Yeah. First there we do learn that arnie is in the car because oh yeah you see his face she, and he yells shitters <laughs> well because christine turns off for light goes back into the darkness and then you hear her repairing herself mm-hmm. and, and then, you see him like crazier than ever with like basically black eyes mm-hmm. at that point which was a really really interesting shot yeah it was it was and that's when he rams the office when Lee's in it, and you see him... Fly through the windshield, and then he's got a big shard of glass, and he pulls it Which, out of his stomach. everybody, not just children, this is why you wear a seatbelt. A wear a seatbelt. And, and do not be playing on your phones while you're driving. All right, well, we're getting into another semantic. But <laughs> also, can I add something else? If you got something lodged into your stomach, don't pull it out. Wait for a paramedic to come to remove it, because that's it was, how bleeding starts. I thought that was in his heart. It was in his chest. Yeah, I thought it was just low enough to be, like, under his ribs in his heart. It might have been. That might have been the implication. But I'm saying in general, if you got things lodged anywhere, oh, yeah, you don't, don't remove them. Pull them out. <laughs> yeah, no. Because that's how bleeding happens. But... So then he, like, dies, and the last thing he does is put his hand on Christine. <laughs> yeah, and rubs down the uh, the letter V on the front of it. He touches it. Don't say rubs down. That sounds more phallic than I'm sure you intended. It did. I, I, I didn't... It's this... Why does it have a, the letter V on it, though? That was... Was that something... Whatever... What? It was a Plymouth remote. Fury. Yeah, so that's why I was wondering why it had a V on it. I think it was for aesthetic. I'm guessing. I could be wrong, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. So, but basically after that, we get Lee. uh, She gets back into the excavator with Dennis, right? Yeah. Well, no, she tries to run over there, but Christine keeps trying to hit her. So Mm -hmm. what Dennis does is he moves the, 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 uh, the scoop of the bulldozer. And kind of corners her. Um, kind of corners her so that way he can move it next to the big door. So that way every time Christine goes to ram into mm-hmm. her, it, it just, just hurts herself. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually we get to a point where Christine goes back, just gets pissed off, tries to yeah. uh, fix herself. And that's when we see Dennis. Run or, her over. We see Lee hop in and then Dennis and then run her over completely. Mm-hmm. And, and she's repairing herself while they're running over. And halfway and yeah. then they're like okay we need to run her completely over mm-hmm. or she's not gonna stop um but then it cuts after they like crush her they breathe for a little and it cuts to her getting crushed into a box <laughs> yep an actual and junkyard and they're there with the detective who they presumably told everything right and 
the creepiest part too, which is some good, is when we get the zoom and we see. No, no, no. the creepiest part was when you hear the music. Because they, it's a normal oh, yeah. thing that Christine she only plays fifties music, ever. But when she's crushed in a box, we start hearing rock and roll songs, and they're like, <gasps> and then you see a guy in the background walking with a jukebox. Yeah, <laughs> which shoulder. I was like, wait a minute, this is the fifties, and I was like, oh wait, no, this is the eighties. This yeah. is just fifty songs. This is 78, 79, Yeah. <laughs> So and she, and they're like I hate rock and roll. Yeah, Lee's like I just hate rock and roll. And then they leave, and then you see her. her one of her grill. Yeah, part yeah. Of her grill. It like, moves move, a little. Yeah, moves out a little. And then we go to the credits. But yeah, that was an amazing, yeah, amazing movie. I'm glad I exposed you to. It. I wish I could have been here when you watched it for the first time and seen the classic Noah reactions. Of I was the very movie. intrigued. Like oh ha he. The special <laughs> effects were very film arousing. Mm-hmm. I get it. This movie gave you a director boner. We got it already. Okay. Creative boners are great. They're figurative, not not physical. As long as you don't flip the table. All right, so Christine was really... Yeah, we both enjoyed it. I love Christine. It's definitely up on my favorites. Yeah. From... Not, not my favorite Stephen King adaptation, but still great. No, it's definitely up there in some of the best. It's up there for sure. Um, Misery is still my favorite adaptation. Which we will cover. Yes. Eventually. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say that between like that kind of era, I'd have to say that David Cronenberg's uh, The Fly mm-hmm. and Christine are two, John Carpenter's Christine are two of the best looking special effects. And yeah. actor portrayals of the main character mm-hmm. just both being uh, based off uh, uh, concepts and characters already. Mm-hmm. I think, so. yeah, the reason you were confused that you thought it was during the 80s is because the movie came out in 83. Well, yeah, and most movies, depending, they come out during those time periods because it's easier yeah. to work with that than going... It's cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, nowadays... You don't have to get modern stuff. You get vintage yeah. stuff. Nowadays, you have to go look for a small town like do Stranger Things. You have to go look for that. Yeah. Have 80s cars. Because you can't have a 2001 Malibu or something why do you in think, the background. <laughs> why do you think the newer version of It was made in the, the oh, first yeah, part was, was made in the eighties so they could do the second part modern time. Oh I know. Because originally first part the was book 50s, takes place in the fifties. But and then nineties. <laughs> they still didn't even do it in the fifties in the Stephen King it miniseries because you still mm-hmm. would have had to go back and that was still budget killer. Yeah. Because then you have to account and Yeah. Well no and I, especially nowadays if they did fifties they would have had to do fifties then nineties as opposed to eighties then modern time and it would have been doubly as difficult. Yeah. For sure. But definitely a great movie. You guys yeah, should check, check it out, out if you haven't. Uh, where, and... where can they watch it if they would like to? Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Let me... Did we ever say that spoilers were happening? You know what? I, 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 I feel like it's now, given. I feel like it's it, given it's, at this It's point. very given. I always like to say if it's a popular pop culture movie, I'm not saying that Christine isn't, but if it's definitely like one of those like... Mm-hmm. I don't even like if it's Back to the Future or something, you know. Our first episode, we spoiled Gemini Man. Like, if we're spoiling that, we're Did spoiling we? anything. Yeah, you talked about it. You were talking about special effects in the final scene. <laughs> oh, whatever. It yeah. already been out for a while. Ugh, Who cares? Oh, the internet will still get mad. Yeah, yeah. well, I've yeah. seen people on the internet get mad because somebody spoiled. Um, God, what is that movie? Uh, hey, be careful, with my bugs. It's fine. Someone was spoiling um, Citizen Kane. <laughs> that movie's from 1923. Like, 
Yeah, no. If Anything... it's from a hundred years ago, don't get mad. If it's like Soylent Green, besides the big reveal that it's people, uh, yeah, spoiler alert. You just proved your own point, I fucker. know, but like, it's been so done before. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, like, if it's something like Star Wars, okay? Okay, yeah. If it's something like that, where it's like, the big reveal is that, uh, spoiler alert for all of you, and for Star Trek 2, just in case, <laughs> you all have as, something. As though there's forgiveness. <laughs> Anyone who would when be mad, stop Darth listening. Darth Vader <laughs> says, Luke, I am your father. Now, spoiler for the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spock dies. Shatner yells no. <laughs> or Khan! Khan! And in the alternate version, in Into Darkness, spoiler alert, it's the roles reversed. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh... Um, not Shatner. Now you got me confused. And Kirk the, dies. And in the goat so. version, he goes, meh. All right. <laughs> yes. That was a great family um, But where can they watch Christine if they want to watch it? To watch it, you can watch it on Sling TV with a premium, Fubo TV with a premium subscription, Philo. I've never heard of half of these, so <laughs> who the heck knows? Maybe they'll give you a virus or... Amazon? <laughs> there are random adult sites. Who knows? Well, now we're going to get sued by Philo. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thank I know you. what they're referring to, just you just said it would give you a virus. What do you think that No, is? I said I don't know what any of these sites are. They could give you a virus. Your implication. It's not... Okay, fine. Continue, Professor. Go. All right, for all of you that want to sue me, you know, I'm just coming up with jokes, man. Have a Oh, heart. they don't care. They meet, They get free money. <laughs> so, so Amazon. Is it on Amazon? It is on Amazon Prime for $2.99, Voodoo for $2.99, YouTube yeah. for $3.99, and Google Play Movies. And TV for three ninety nine. AMC, it is free with cable TV. Yay! Um, and for iTunes, it is also available for uh, rent or purchase. So a lot of places. So you guys have a very big, uh, very big selection to kind of yeah. see what you want. Let us know what you think. And yeah, so thank you all for listening. Hopefully, yeah. uh, we'll be able to do some more car things like Maximum Overdrive, and um. Duel as well, which is one of Steven Spielberg's uh, very first films. I think it's his very first film, it actually. Is. It is. So, uh, yeah. it came out in 1971, but I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen like the first part of it, and I was already like, wow, this mm-hmm. is very interesting. It's pretty um, great. So, once again, uh, this has been Film Nerdar with your host, Snow Sweeto. And Nathaniel Shoemaker. Follow us on the socials. We'll... Which we have Instagram and stuff. Yeah. So, follow us on there, and then eventually we'll have a Facebook page and Pretty soon here we should have at least Twitter. a YouTube channel as maybe well. Maybe Twitter. Maybe a yeah, little maybe birdie a little, Twitter. A little Twitter. Yeah. So. And have a good yeah. have a good night. Take care of yourself guys and yeah. we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.